My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today and I have a very exciting guest I'm about to introduce you to. Eric Forner, you guys, he's the CEO of Passive Income Blueprint. He teaches aspiring entrepreneurs on how to build long-term sustainable businesses online without having, you know, textiles or any prior experience, but by using a uh, simple automation, which is incredible. So he really teaches that independent process of personal branding, and all and community building and automation. You guys, I'm going to keep my part really brief here. Eric has an incredibly powerful story. And I think this is the best point within the interview to really dive into that story and fill in those gaps as to what brought him to where he is today, working with aspiring entrepreneurs and, and teaching them how to make long-term sustainable business businesses online. So welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Thank you so much, Brittany. I appreciate you actually having me on the show. I'm super, um, you know, I'm super excited to actually you know, tell my story and just kind of, you know, inspire uh, other individuals that are going through the same maybe trials and tribulations of life, work, and family. You know, it's, uh, it's one of those things I've able to combine my business and my life together. So it's not uh, so hard to even create content. And I don't feel like an imposter uh, by my transparent ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Eric, do you mind telling us the deep, vulnerable parts of your stories? I mean, you've gone through a lot and it's led you to a beautiful place. Now, if, if you're open to it. Yeah, please. absolutely. So my journey kind of started, I was born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I, I stayed there until I was about 21 years old. And I found myself in trouble at 21 years old with uh, my first DUI. Now, that DUI didn't really stop there. Um, as I was a hard worker, continuously working in construction, I always maintained a job, but I had this alcohol problem. And I did dabble in other drugs when I was younger, um, including marijuana and meth. Um, since then, I've been clean and sober for the past five years now. But either way, um, I had my first adventure in prison for my first DUI, actually, um, in Arizona. So I got my first DUI in Arizona. I got six months in jail there. Um, it was suspended, but I got a second DUI while on the suspended time. So they sent me to prison and I went to a DUI camp. And that was when I was about 21 years old. I'm 43 now. Well, my story kind of started from there, from that point. Um, I was in this uh, roller coaster ride of addiction, self-medication, and just trying to take advantage of anybody and any opportunity I possibly could at the time to, to fulfill myself, my needs, Right. And either way, um, through the trials and tribulations of life, I've ended up in prison five times total with six DUIs. Now, I've uh, been to prison in Arizona, Nevada, Montana. Um, where else? I think there's one more place. But either way, um, that journey was in and out of prison, um, in and out of jails, uh, and also my drug or my my alcoholic dish, dish, uh, addiction. And so... That led me to constantly going back into the, the work of 
the nine to five grind of construction because that's all I knew. And that's the only place I can get a job with having a criminal record. So I thought <clears throat> either way, my last term in prison was, uh, let me see here, 2020 20 is when I went back to prison for my fifth DUI here in Montana is where I'm currently located. And I had an epiphany moment. Um, I was standing in jail or sitting in jail. And for some reason, some Christians came to visit me um, and I didn't ask. Nobody had asked. It was like something that they do, but they asked for me specifically and said that they needed to pray for me. Well, I'm not religious whatsoever. And I thought, you know, of, you know, the God thing of being like a, a weakness. Well, either way, I ended up getting baptized in the uh, county jail inside the library where they host the, uh, the uh, you know, the church services. <clears throat> so they had a cup of water. They had done their little thing as far as, you know, the baptism's concerned. It was no, you know, like, uh, I guess, like really structured baptism is just a group of fellowship guys that came to visit me in, in jail. Well, either way, um, I stayed there about nine, nine months or so waiting for my trial to happen. And I ended up going to prison. <clears throat> While in prison, my, set, my sister sent me this book. It's called um, uh, The Slide. No, which one she sent me? It's called Ask and It Shall Be Given. And so basically it's about, you know, uh, manifestation and putting positive energy out there and taking your higher power, whatever it is, your energy you have and put it towards good things. So I started reading a lot of books. I started working out a lot. I separated myself from the politics, the gangs and all of the drug, drug activity, and also sexual uh, activity that was inside of prison. And I maintained my composure and I, I implemented as much as I possibly could inside the books. I, I studied and I found who I truly was as a person, because even up to this point today, I'm still trying to find out who Eric Forner is at 43 years old, but I have a whole lot more of a grasp on who I am. So um, I spent 18 months in this last term uh, inside of a DUI camp in prison in uh, Shelby, Montana. And after getting out of prison, I had this whole out, new outlook on life. Um, I knew I was going to go back to construction inside the mining industry, but I was going to do things differently. I wasn't going to drink. Well, Life, life happens. Um, sitting there on my couch one day, my, my sofa, my recliner, just got home off of a 12-hour day. I was scrolling Facebook and I seen this ad come up on making $10,000 in your first month as a beginner working online. I was like, man, that's the greatest thing. I don't see any kind of future in mining. Um, I don't want to go back to drinking. My whole crew drinks. I'm the only one that pretty much did not drink. So the temptation was there. I had to find another way, but I just didn't know how to get it. So sitting in my recliner one day, I was sitting there scrolling Facebook and an ad came up and said, make $10,000 in your first month as a beginner with affiliate marketing. Well, I was like, well, that's great. I'm going to go check this out. Well, I went down that rabbit hole of Google and YouTube for about six months and I ended up coming across something called Cutco Knives. <clears throat> now, you guys might know who they are. They're an MLM company. Well, I told all my friends and family, I thought that was the greatest thing in the world. I, I found my, my, my meal ticket for, you know, to, to scale my life and my family's life and everybody's around me. Well, after selling to all my friends and family with the MLM, I ran out of people to sell, so, sell to. So I was back down that rabbit hole of Google and YouTube. And this time I was on TikTok. All right. I didn't really give up. I just wanted to find a different way. I knew it was out there because I seen these kids at 18 years old, absolutely crushing it. Never even been in a nine to five job in their lives. And they're absolutely changing people's lives around them, including their own. So I said, you know what? I'm going to dive deep into this uh, affiliate marketing thing. Well, during that process of the MLM, I came across this guy named Brad Shilkraut. He became my first mentor, but not then. 
He became my first mentor after I went down that rabbit hole of Google and YouTube, struggling, ready to quit. You know, uh, you know, thought my life was over, going to go back to drinking. It was just going to be that recidivism rate, three years going back in. Here goes Eric once again, back down the rabbit hole of drinking and drugs. <clears throat> well, that wasn't the case. I held tight, held fast, and I went down that rabbit hole of Google and YouTube. I learned a lot, but I made no money. Come time to that six months or six months, fast forward to six months later, my wife, she's telling me, Eric, you have to get a hold of that guy. I can't keep going through the stress of you waking up early, staying up late, always angry. Nothing's working. You're constantly in this turmoil, turmoil inside your head. And it's affecting our relationship. Reach out to Brad. Well, I reached out to Brad and Brad said, OK, I'm willing, I'm willing to work with you, but it can't be on the same terms as before. I have scaled up and now I'm working with more B2B uh, individuals, not, you know, B2C. So more business to business rather than business to com uh, consumer. And mm -hmm. so I said, but I will work with you for uh, four sessions. I'll charge you $3,500 and I'll put you in a four week cohort. I'm telling you right now, I, if my mentor told me to jump on one foot and rub my belly and pat my head, that's exactly what I did. In 19, uh, in 20 days, I made $19,558 in my online business. And I have never looked back since. Since then, I've, over, I've coached over 700 uh, students with my specific uh, style of marketing, which is community building, um, uh, targeting your avatar, coaching, and, and uh, courses. And so since then, I have I've had a transparent business across this entire, I guess, pl every platform you can think out there, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. I've been able to come omnipresent by also using organic marketing and achieve the success of over 100K months consistently now for the last seven months. Right now, we're $30,000 away from being a millionaire or a million-dollar business. And so it's only been about 20 months now, and we're close to hitting a million dollars. Not only have I changed my life, but we have, I have a team of nine people now, including virtual assistants from Philippines uh, to all over even Canada. And so uh, now I'm the, I'm the face of the company. I use my superpower, which is getting in here, telling my story, influencing other individuals that they can, and they can do anything they possibly put their minds to. Now, an individual might be thinking, I don't have the skills to work online. Well, we really magnify what skill sets you've had through your walk of life. Now, that could be through... Um, you know, through if you're a, a contractor, you know how to delegate, you know, spreadsheets, you know, uh, you know, blueprints. If you're in the, you know, frontline work, you know how to correspond with people, you know how to, you know, uh, con uh, you know have a conversation with somebody to walk, work them through a problem. You know how to tell a story, all these different things that people have in their current businesses in, or their, in their lives that they don't have online skills for. We can take those skill sets by using their story, their ups, their downs, their wins, their losses and magnify to help other people that are in those current positions, their avatars. So we've taken the organic marketing side of affiliate marketing, not pointing at the screen and just click, you know, clickbait material. It's actually teaching individuals on how to build sales funnels, actually how to do the marketing, actually how to do the automation, actually how to do the emails, copywriting, all that stuff. So an individual within six months, I don't want nobody to ride my coattails for six months and promote my product, even though we pay very well. I want a person to come in with no knowledge or some, it doesn't matter. And within six months, do exactly what I done for myself and my family and my community was take myself from the position of hardship, drinking drugs and thought the world is ending to actually within six months, quitting my job, retiring my wife and doing something for my community, giving back when I took so much of my life, uh, you know, initially. And since then, my, my mentor, Brad Shilkraut, had passed away from fentanyl. He's only 26 years old. 
But um, I, my mentor told me, if your mentor doesn't have a mentor, then they don't deserve to be your mentor. <clears throat> so since then, I've invested in Dan Henry, Doug Bachman. I've invested in uh, uh, Max, uh, or Max Flynn, uh, all kinds of other individuals. So I continuously invest in my education to scale my business up. And as of this morning, we just now launched our very first promotional ad with, with ads. And so now we're, we're hoping to scale and change even more lives out there without feeling like an imposter, without feeling a counterfeit or in your business, because you show up each day and you are your business. From the time you put your feet on the floor, this is what I teach, not you specifically, but the time that I put my feet on the floor is my mindset is my business. So if I have a bad text message, you know, that can ruin my, my day. I started with a good routine set by a, a schedule. The schedule can and will change throughout the day. The routine never deviates. That's my positive affirmations, waking up early, going to the gym, writing 10 things I'm grateful for, building on my vision board as well. So these are the things that I will not deviate from any day of the week for anybody, no matter situation. It doesn't matter what it is. My schedule can change, and that's for my family and my business. So that's kind of like my story in a nutshell. Um, and right now we're on the on the verge of helping a thousand people um, learn the skills of making, you know, this thing work for them. You know, making that first $10,000 in the next 90 days is what we stand by. And it's by being transparent, honest, upfront, and just being vulnerable, telling your story. And like I said, my story has actually transformed my life and it has transformed many, many others. Eric, my gosh, thank you. Thank you so much for really going into detail and being open and vulnerable. This is what I'm looking for on my show. Now, you had actually hit so many points that I want to go back on. Now, let's start with mentorship. I see why you have a mentorship because you learn from your mentor. If your mentor doesn't have a mentor, that's the wrong mentor. Right. <laughs> so sure. true. Now, with anyone new to business and stuff like that, what would you what would be a piece of advice when looking for a mentor? I mean, why is it so important to have one? I know for myself, I always need one. Mm. Sometimes it's not the same one I've had before, but it's a different mm. one in a different area. But let, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So um, when you're looking, when me personally, when I'm looking for a mentor, I want to find somebody that has, that's on the same path that I'm trying to achieve, right? On the same goal set. I want to find a mentor that's going to hold me accountable. Um, and that's not going to sugarcoat anything. Uh, I want to find a mentor that preferably is my same gender, not, not a woman. In my case, it's because like I see a man be able to hold me accountable more so. And there's not kind of any kind of conflict there. Uh, any kind of temptation either way. Now, not, not as bad to have an opposite sex mentor, but for myself, I found it more of a, a, a position to where I can relate better, I guess, in that aspect. So somebody that's relatable, somebody that has the same path that you want to take and that will hold you accountable, um, I, I would say is you know the three things I would look for in a mentor. Um, and also what kind of successes they had. Uh, is there a community backing them up? Do they have a mentor? You know, what is their visions? Those types of things I would look in, into a, a mentor. Are they going to be present in your business, right? Are they just going to send you to a rerun on a, on a mastermind? Or are they actually going to be in your business working with you, answering your questions, right? So those are things that I would look for in a mentor. And choose your mentor wisely. You don't have to like your mentor, but you have to see the vision of your mentor, Right. You don't want to bet butt heads, but you want to be held accountable at all aspects of every day, whenever you meet with them or speak with them or anything, you want to be held accountable. And that's one of the biggest things is finding a mentor that's strong enough to hold you accountable. Absolutely. 
Now, let's talk a little bit about, you know, finding the right ideal client in your specific niche. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that you mentioned, you know, you, you, you help entrepreneurs do that also, like find who's their avatar. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. How, how do you narrow it down? How do you get crystal clear as to who it is you work with and why, why it's so important to get crystal clear on uh, your avatar? 100%. So as I teach my students, your avatar will change as you progress and scale in your business. So my avatar right now is basically people that are two chapters below me. So they, everything I say is going to like, man, that's gold. That's gold. That's gold. So anybody that's like my level or above, they might come across my content. Give me a thumbs up. Say, dude, keep, keep trucking. You're, you're crushing it. Right. So my avatar is going to be a person that's going to be basically two chapters in life or two chapters below me. Now that could be like, okay, you got, I guess there's a, there's a process in like the buyer, the buyer's journey, right? You have to be, you have to know there's a problem. Then you have to be problem aware. Then you have to be solution aware. So it all depends on where that avatar is. Now, if it's a person that's never worked online, your avatar is going to be who you are in a sense, a mere image. So if you're in the uh, health niche, as an example, and like, you're just, you're just into working out, man, you're, you're going to get your personal training license. You really want to start, you know, becoming a personal trainer. Well, you're going to talk to those individuals. Maybe you work a nine to five and you work a nine to five and you work eight hours a day or nine hours a day. Then you get off work and you hit the gym and you're aspiring to be a personal trainer. Well, you tell that story as, Hey, I work nine to five. I sit in traffic, you know, X amount of time. I'm really trying to get out of my current position and help a lot more people in fitness. So here's what I'm doing each day, you know, day in the life of, you know, an aspiring personal trainer or day in the life of. So that's how I would literally target my avatar, talking about uh, demographics and psychographics, right? Um, do, does your avatar have kids? Do you have kids? So you think about it, write down a list and we, I have the list, you know, I'm not sure I give it to you to give your viewers, give the viewers, but it's an avatar worksheet. And I ask you specifically on yourself, do you have kids, right? If, you, if so, are they in college? Um, are they married, right? Um, are you an empty nester? Have you been to college? You know, do you have a criminal history background? Any of these things, you write down all these specifics about yourself and that's all key points you could talk about on how you overcome those obstacles of addiction or how you had a, a hard boss and you used communication to get past that obstacle. Now we take those strategies um, as of, of our avatar of our journey where we've been highs, lows, and we just talk about those specific things to hit emotional trigger points in people. Um, because what that's going to do is it's going to influence them to listen more on what you have to say because you're, that's your tribe, that's your people. They can they'll resonate with everything you say. Absolutely, I agree. Thank you for going to detail there. Now, now my next question is, you know, community building. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and yeah, let's start with community building, and we'll talk about automation afterwards. Um, why is it so important? I know that community is very important, but I want to hear your thoughts and how it's worked for you so far. Yeah, for sure. Um, community is huge because you're around like-minded people that are trying to achieve the same result, right? So if you, if me personally, we built a great community where everybody literally tells their story, like kind of like I just do with you, um, is, you know, it's, it's not mandatory, but it's part of our training program. It's our part of our process is that you come into the community and you would tell your vulnerable story. Because what that does, it opens up other people's like, you know, hey, that person was vulnerable. I could do it too, right? Or when I go to tell a story on TikTok about a time when I had a bad relationship and I had to get out of it and there's this turmoil and it was really, you know, it was really, uh, it was really bad time in my life, but I was able to talk about it and help 
X amount of women get through that little trial and tribulation. Now they're inspired to take advantage of what I have to offer. So, you know, a community is where you'll get your questions answered, where people are like-minded, um, where we all have ideas, we share ideas, and then there's support, accountability. Um, in our community, we have a CSM that follows up with our community once a week. It doesn't matter where you're at in the process. We have a weekly report that you fill out, a monthly report. So the community knows where you're at in your business, your wins, your losses. Uh, we can hold each other accountable and cheer people on because that's so important, especially when you're jumping in entrepreneurship and everybody thinks you're that crazy person that's going like, to take on the world and all make all this money. Well, we're aliens. If you're an entrepreneur, you're an alien, right? We're different breed per se than other people. Now it can be instilled in other people, but that community aspect is what breeds success, truly. Because if you don't have a community and you're out there alone going down the rabbit hole of Google and YouTube and you have nobody to, to you know, bend their ear or you know, ask for advice or you know, relate your story or even tell about a win, because that's super important. You know, If you don't have that, it's going to be a lot harder for, to get that traction, to feel a part of something. Absolutely. hundred percent. Now let's talk about automation. I mean, we also are all about automation. We, we have a incredible automation sales system mm -hmm. and it works just incredibly now. And what are your thoughts behind automation? I know you, you're really about it and you teach your entrepreneurs how to use it. Um, so let's talk about it. Why is it so Absolutely. important? How does it help you scale? Let's talk. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the seven hour rule first. So some people say seven hours, seven times. So within my, my blenders, what I call it um, in my automation is there's seven hours of content from the time you opt into my page, you're going to be hit with testimonials, case studies, um, free trainings, all those different things. So my automated system through my CRM, which is basically the follow-up process um, is it's super important because a person may not buy today or they may not have enough information to purchase even tomorrow, but through my automation and follow-up of seven hours of content being delivered to the prospect, the automation takes the heavy lifting from me, right? So we have automations all over the place from, from group track to, uh, you know, uh, to, to go high level to, you know, yeah. sales funnels and using all those also autoresponders. Now it doesn't just help, uh, affiliate marketers through the automation processes, you know, as well. So we're working with personal trainers that never had a, a presence online and we're taking those personal trainers and giving them the tools of automation so they can get their time and freedom back. So what it does, it's going to replace a person per se um, through automation. Now, and automation is not going to call in sick, right? Um, automation is not going to have an excuse why they can't come to work today. So typically automation is going to stay more consistent than a person would. So having those those evergreen um, pieces of content that deliver value. So you don't have to be present so much um, with your audience. You could just put out pieces of content that the audience or the your, your, your client avatar, that's what they're, they're asking for. So for myself, um, in my automation, I'll put out questionnaires. So in those questionnaires, like, okay, have you ever tried working online? Or what do you do for it? Whatever it is. I'll, get, I'll put those questionnaires through my, my automation and whatever answers I get back, I'll build st strategic content based on their problems. I'll give them answers in my, my content and I'll run that through my automation. So now their questions are always being answered. So I hope that answers your question about automation, but it's basically removing myself from the situation. So I get my time and freedom back rather than working on my business eight hours a day. I'm doing it three hours a day because five hours is taken up by automation. So um, what a way to leverage. 
100% leverage it. So right. again, what I tell people is you don't have to have automation when you first start out because it could be a real confusing for people. All you truly need is a Facebook and a TikTok, right? I can get you my kick to my content strategy here in a second, which nobody's kind of doing, but that's all you truly need. And then the automation will come in those, those, uh, those platforms because you can schedule out posts. You can automate different things in Facebook initially, but you don't have to have a sales funnel. You don't have to have all these fancy features to get started. You just need a Facebook group. You need to show up and be present and just ask questions, deliver the answers on the questions. Exactly. And, you know, it'll come with time as you start, you know, growing and everything like that, there will come the right time to, to then go into automation hundred percent. You hit it. So Eric, thank you so much for today. I wish that my episodes were longer, but you I know wish what? They were too, I, I have so much more value to give. I know I will have to get you on again, but you know what, Eric, I honestly, I'm so thankful you were able to make it on today. Not only just share your story, but the value and how deep you went into all of our topics is exactly what I'm looking for. So I really appreciate that. Now I want to give you the next couple minutes here to go ahead and talk about any last bits and pieces that we may have not had a chance to cover that you do want to share with my audience. And then of course, the best way to connect with you, how can people reach out to you? Is it email? Is it you let us know? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So um, just kind of like some some kind words to take us out today is um, no matter where you're at and your position of of life, somebody's always been there. Everybody starts at zero, zero following, zero everything. So if anybody's aspiring to jump into you know an adventure like a, an entrepreneurial adventure, just know that you have everything you possibly need right there in front of you, and that is you and just being open, honest, and transparent, talking about your wins, talking about your losses will get you that traction you need. Um, and so everybody has a story. Some may think, oh, my story is not that bad. Or, you know, I don't have those kind of bad situations in my life. But you do have a story. You know, you might have been spoon fed with a silver spoon or whatever. But there's other people out there that have been spoon fed with a silver spoon that had a horrible life. Right. Yeah. And if you bring up those powerful points, it's going to inspire other people to take action. And only that you're going to help other people in their lives as well by helping them achieve their goals. Right. Um, so that's kind of like my little takeout on everything. And if you guys want to uh, get in contact with me, um, I'm Eric Forner or Passive Income Blueprints on, on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all of them. Um, and my logo is a goat. I guess you could say they call me the goat. And there's a whole other story for that. But uh, either way, um, yeah, that's kind of like where you would find me. Now, I'm not sure if your viewers will be able to uh, see uh, the comment section where my link would be. But my name is Eric Forner. My business is called Passive Income Blueprints. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. Thank you so much, Eric. And you know what? You guys, don't you worry, because Eric will be back on to share the goat story next. Oh, yeah. I have a heck of a story for you guys. This logo came from somewhere, and I didn't design it. So, yeah, I I appreciate you so much, Brittany, for having me on. And uh, you let me share my story. And hopefully, I inspired some of your viewers, listeners. And uh, I know that you did. You did inspire. Yeah, you even inspired me. So you know what, group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you want to come on just like Eric Forner did today, please do go to top100interviews.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Go check out Eric, everybody at um, Passive Income Blueprints and TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of thing. Okay, guys. And I will have him on once again in the near future. So you guys just wait. Okay. Thank you so much, Eric. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. 
One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.